Welcome to the Ion Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. You know, we're back here at the Classic Theater of Maryland, and I didn't realize it because I saw a sign when I was walking in, but we're here with Sally Boyette, who is the founder and producing artistic director. You guys are celebrating 10 years. Yes, we are. That's crazy. Does it seem crazy to you? No, it doesn't seem crazy to me. I think the time is, we've done a lot of shows in the past 10 years. And in, in one sense, you know, 10 years, when you look back on it, it seems like it just happened in the blink of an eye. But if I look back on all the work that we've accomplished, it's a, it's a great body of work. It certainly is. And I'll tell you, everyone should go to classictheatermaryland.org. And the theater is the reverse of the R-E on the end of that. Theater. Uh, See everything that they've got going on. And I love this venue. I love this organization because uh, it's like nine things in one, it seems. <laughs> um, you've got, you know, you've got produced plays, you've got the cabarets, you've got education, you've got pretty much everything that you could want when it comes to, uh, you know, we'll say theater, production, education, and, and everything else right here. But I really want to talk about December. And I do notice as we're sitting across from each other here in the cabaret room, that you still have all your hair and you haven't pulled it all out yet. <laughs> That's right. I have not. Uh, you have a busy, busy December going on with two full bore productions and a couple other things in there that are surprises as well. And I, I guess the big thing is, is that you've got the um, White Christmas and then a Christmas Carol. Yes. We have our holiday rep, as we like to refer to it. Um, it's both productions, Irving Berlin's glorious musical, White Christmas, running in rotating performances with Charles Dickens' classic, A Christmas Carol. That's what I was going to ask you. I mean, I'm looking around and you have the main theater and I'm like, how do you fit all of this in? And these shows pretty much run Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They do. We're running eight shows a week, plus oh we have student matinees. So there's a week that we have 10 shows in a week. You guys are running yourself ragged. Well, this is uh, this is what it's like. In in uh, I did Broadway professionally in national tours, and that was an eight show a week schedule for years and years and years with with a two weeks off a year. So um, this is normal for me. Um, I think what we're hoping with our holiday audiences is that we can fill the seats for these shows. And um, both of these shows are backed by popular demand. This is the eighth year that we're running our original A Christmas Carol. So that show's been backed by popular demand eight times over. And White Christmas, we ran it last year, and it's backed by popular demand again this year. You go with what the crowd wants. That's right. And um, and they told us last year that they loved it, and they, they love the combination. It's, it's a great combination because it's a fantastic musical with everything that you want from a Broadway musical. You've got fantastic music. Irving Berlin wrote the score. You've got a funny script, and uh, it's based on the 1954 classic movie, White Christmas, right. with Bing Crosby right. and Danny Kaye, and Rosemary Clooney and Vera Ellen, and then you've got the terrific dance numbers. And this year, I am also the choreographer. I'm directing and choreographing White Hopefully Christmas. Hopefully, we've got to put another a slash choreographer <laughs> right down there on the... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
And um, I've had such a good time. We have a fantastic cast. Uh, we have 10 New York performers down, and they're triple threats, dancer, singer, actors, and they are doing every single piece of tap choreography that I can throw with them. They can do it. That's fantastic. And it's amazing, because Annapolis, and I would say, uh, you know, the, the D.C. metro region has not seen this level of tap dancing. Well, I, I do want to talk about it a little bit later, but as far as speaking of levels of talent, you did a hell of a job last year. Thank and, you. And we're going to get we're going to get into that in a, in, in, in a little bit. But what's going on here in December? Okay, both of these productions are going to run through the twenty fourth. Okay, so on the twenty fifth, you rest. And have well, and <laughs> that's right. No, the tw on the twenty fifth, I cook is what's happening at my house uh, because I do have four children and uh, they like my cooking, but. Yes, we have a very busy month, and, and that's what we do here at the Classic Theater of Maryland. We are the only year-round professional theater company in Anne Arundel County. And uh, we're dedicated to the classics, we're dedicated to work that has stood the test of time, from the Great American Musical to Shakespeare, and everything in between. But my, uh, my roots as a, as a professional Broadway performer are all was, over the place. Was in, yeah, in musical theater. I was a classically trained, but I did musical theater professionally. So, uh, so having the two shows in rep, uh, A Christmas Carol is very Dickensian. It's very true to the original text, and it's adapted by myself and Donald Hicken. And as I mentioned, we've been running it for eight seasons, and Dexter Hamlet has been our Scrooge for seven of those eight seasons. He was Marley the first year, and then he graduated to the Scrooge role, and he's been, um, that's his role now. And, um, and it's fun because we have a lot of cast members in both productions. They play completely different roles. For instance, um, and all of our out-of-town actors are doing dual roles. Well, that sounds like fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a great contract for the actors who are coming in uh, from New York. And uh, it keeps everybody busy. And we, we rehearse the shows in rotating rehearsals. And it, it's just been nonstop work and nonstop getting the show ready. We open, uh, you know, now that both shows are up and running... And uh, everybody's doing a great job. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. We're also doing our monthly cabaret series. And we started with the decades. And um, I think I told you my, my raison d'etre for the decades is I, I love all the music from the 20s to the 1980s. And then we don't really do much after the 1980s since no good music was written after the 1980s. But and we, can, we can absolutely <laughs> we agree, can agree on that. On that. But so we did start in September with our 1920s cabaret. We had Broadway's Ian Knauer come down. And then we did the 1930s this past month. And now we're doing the 1940s. So it is, it's called In the Mood. It's our 1940s cabaret. It's also a December cabaret. So there's a lot of 1940s Christmas, Christmas music as well. It's a lot of fun. We have a live band. Our house band is the Unified Jazz Ensemble. They're a great group. And uh, so we've got a five-piece band for our cabarets. Well, the cabarets are great because, I mean, they, they run two nights a weekend, and they're Mondays and Tuesdays. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And in my opinion, it's the perfect way to kick off a week. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I think so, too. And um, so we've got, we've got a fantastic group of regional cabaret artists, and we've got a, a resident company of artists all have national tour and international experience. We're bringing in blues singers, we're bringing in Latin jazz standard singers, and we're bringing in our Broadway artists um, from Devin Hadsel from Some Like It Hot, Angie Schwar from Some Like It Hot, and Ian Knauer, who is in Anastasia on Broadway. So they come in and sing with us on occasion. And um, we've had Mark Campbell from The Lion King. 
I also noticed in your calendar, and again, you can check out everything that they've got to offer at the Classic Theater of Maryland at classictheatermaryland.org. But on December 11th, you've got uh, Ghost of Dickens. Yes. What is that? Well, we have a new play reading series, and this is being curated by one of our resident company members, Greg Jones Ellis. We have four pieces that are companion pieces to shows either inspired from shows in our season or spin-offs, you know, maybe more modern adaptations of those. Okay, and that's going to continue through the year? Yes, we have four of them. So okay. the first one was, was Roman Fever, and that was Greg's piece. And the second one coming up on the 11th is The Ghosts of Dickens. And this is a look at Dickens' own life and the people in Dickens' own life. And there are a lot of corollaries of inspiration with these characters. Um, as they, they correspond with characters in the novella. Right. A Christmas Carol. Right. So I think it's really interesting. And the readings are directed and staged and lightly costumed, um, enough for people to get the idea of what the play will be. But these are regional playwrights, and the playwrights are in attendance, and they're interested in feedback from the audience. So this is a great opportunity for audience members to see a brand new work before it's been produced, give feedback to the director in a post-show question and answer session, and then, you know, hopefully one day see this uh, production fully realized. You know, that's a really unique experience for an audience member. Yeah, it's, it's very valuable. And I think even, you know, when, when you make theater and you make films, you, you go through a process of testing the story and testing the work on audiences to make sure that it works. I mean, that's why historically they used to do out-of-town tryouts in right. Philadelphia or somewhere, <laughs> New Haven, before they brought the show into New York. They were working out all the kinks. And you would have a number go in one day, come out the next. You'd have new pages inserted. Um, wow. You know, and they just, they keep working the production and changing things until they feel that it's ready for a New York audience. And then they run it for two months before it's ready for the New York critics. And, um, and film is really no different. You know, they, they'll, they'll do test runs Oh, with sure. test they audiences, change, change yeah. Titles and, and yeah, and, and they'll completely re-edit things and, and scenes, yeah, just to make sure that the story's clear. And I think um, based on our first one, Roman Fever, um, I know because uh, Greg Jones Ellis is the is the writer, he's the playwright of that piece. He's also the curator of the series that I mentioned, and he's he's been very. Um, I think the feedback was very helpful to him because he was able to gauge the audience's response, gauge their reaction to see if they really understood the story, to see if all the story points were clear, because there was a twist in his story. You know, there was right. a bit of a mystery, who, you know, about how, how things happened. It was a look back into the past, and, and uh, he wanted to make sure that all those story elements were really clear with the audience, because we were, you know, we weren't doing it with scene changes. It was the, for the most part, they were sitting reading. It's right here, yeah. Yeah, it was right there. Now, we did do a, a couple little pieces of choreography. Uh, uh, I choreographed it for him just, just to make that part. Um, we were doing a little storytelling. And, um, but it's very helpful. I think the feedback was very helpful. And, um, and I think the audience enjoyed it. And the readings are priced to be readings, you know, as I mentioned, we're, uh, we're paying everybody here. This is a fully professional operation. And so everybody who walks through the door to do something to perform in our theater or to be, you know, musician or crew or design, 
whatever their job, they're all they're all being compensated. Well, I know you're getting ready for your, and I, God, I can't even believe it's 2024 already, almost. But you've got a great season coming up. Uh, you know, I mean, you open up with uh, Jane Iron, uh, Gypsy, uh, Crazy for You. Yes. Uh, you've got the what the complete works of William Shakespeare. Which Abridged is, Part Two, right? And that's not, is that the one that's out on um, Reynolds Tavern? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, out on out on the patio, and then um, Midsummer's Night Dream, which yes. is going to be that's, that's the one down at in uh, Edgewater. Yes, out, at the Gresham outdoors. Estate. Yes, Gresham. That's yes. the word I was and looking for. That is, um, and that's our new home there for the outdoor Shakespeare experience, and um, and they're working on rehabilitating that property. So that's a a, a, a long term job that the county is yes. working on. It's a um, great place to see an outdoor production. It is. Uh, a little bit hard to find. Uh, you, you might miss that driveway. I mean, you, I know you guys put the signs out and stuff when you do have a production, but if you hit the, uh, well, Selby Sub Shop, you just missed it by about, <laughs> about 100 feet. Right. Well, you can get your sub there and then come back because we do have picnicking uh, prior to the performance, and we also have a full bar outside under uh, the pavilion. So that's a lot of fun. But yes, our season has actually already officially started with White Christmas and A Christmas Carol and our cabaret series. So the season runs September through August. Okay. And so it, it, follows, a, it follows a school year cycle, oh. uh, you could say. But we still have uh, subscriptions available. So you can get a small package where you can see six of the cabarets. You can get a mini package for the cabaret. You can get a seasonal package. So, for instance, you could get a winter package and see all the shows in the winter. Or if you go to Florida for the winter and come back, you can see all the spring shows. We have a little package for the spring shows. So it's not too late to join us as a subscriber. It's, It's really the best way to support the work here at the Classic Theater of Maryland. And there are other ways to support us as well. But coming and seeing the work and experiencing the transformational acting that happens on our stage and the Broadway level dancing, it's beyond, uh, you know, any experience that anybody is going to anticipate. Well, everybody that I've spoken with that has come through a show here uh, has left. And whether that's a cabaret show or a main theater production, which seems real weird to say it's a main theater production, but it's a larger theater. I mean, the cabaret is, what, 70 the, the cabaret is 75, and the main stage, we call it the main right. stage, is, like is, is 125. Okay. Yes. So it's not a huge venue, but it's a perfect venue because it's very flexible. It's very uh, versatile to be able to adapt to everything. But I've talked to so many people that have come to either the cabaret or to a main production, and without exception, they're all blown away. Absolutely blown away. Uh, the, the level of talent. And again, that's what you're talking about is that you've got the you know, professional actors that are coming in, the professional musicians and the dancers to mm-hmm. do it all. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't help but notice when I pulled into the parking lot that there's something sparkling over your, over, <laughs> over your door. Yes. And I think the last time we talked, you were fighting with the city uh, on a sign out front and uh, we couldn't quite understand why Audi's allowed to have a sign that's the size of Montana and And the Classic Theater of Maryland was told they couldn't have a sign. Well, let's just say we now have a 43-foot marquee. And it's on the building. And it's on the building, and it lights up, and we can put everything up there that's happening for an entire month. And we have a lot of things going on because we're always doing four or five things a month and uh, without exception. And so it's great. I said I wasn't going to take no for an answer from the city, and eventually we got what we wanted. 
There you go. Congratulations. Thank you very much. You touched on it a little bit earlier, but last year you brought in Laura Osnes to shake things up. You presented a, you know, a Broadway show at Maryland Hall, which was just phenomenal. The level of talent that she has. I spoke with her for a podcast, and I know she's got a, a had a new album coming out at the time, and uh, she was. I think she was down in Nashville. I think yes. at, at the time. Are you going to be doing uh, these little surprises again for 24? You don't know, or can you tell? Or Well, uh, Laura is a dear friend of mine, and we wanted to do something um, fun to celebrate 10 years as a company. And so Laura agreed to come and do a re- quick little review. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. We put a, I put a review together, and it featured Laura. And she is, in my opinion, in the past 20 years, on Broadway, I think she's the brightest, one of the brightest stars to come out of that um, that scene. She's amazingly talented. She's a triple threat, and just a lovely person. She's she really was. When, yeah. I, when I talked to her, I, I hung up the phone and I was like, "This woman is awesome." Yeah, you know, you you just knew that with it. And, and she is, and she's doing Hallmark movies. And she was actually filming the the week before she came to us. She was, and I think maybe when you spoke to her. She was in Canada filming a Christmas movie for Hallmark. Oh, okay. And and then because of course they had snow right. and that they needed right. snow and cold weather, um, and then she uh, then she came down to us and she had just recently recorded a new album. She's just lovely and um, and she she headlined the show for us and I thought it was all, it was just really. It, it was a, a special. fun experience. It was yes. It was it was a spe- it was a special thing. But I guess the best way to find out if you've got these things coming out is to sign up for your email list. Yes. And again, you go to classictheatermaryland.org, zip all the way down to the bottom. It's real simple. Put your email address in, click submit, and off you go. Yes. And that will be coming to your inbox, uh, you know, as often as you do it. And it, we do you know. we do them once a week on average, and and I would encourage people to come out and see the work because we can talk about the quality of the work, the fact that it's world class, um, um, you know, all of the design team, um, myself and and many of my design colleagues have Broadway national tour and international tour experience. Well, there is no question that that's the best way to experience it. Oh, yes, uh, you know, it's to come you've see it. You've got to come out and see it. This is right here in our backyard in Anne Arundel County. As Sally had mentioned, it's the only professional theater company, full-time year-round professional theater company here in the county. And the level of talent that I've seen, the times that I've been here and anybody who's been here, uh, it just blows your mind away. This is Broadway in a much you know, smaller, more intimate place, and it's uh, it's an absolutely wonderful experience to come in. I, I do highly recommend that everybody do that. Before we go, I don't want to. I'm not going to let you off the hook on this one. Okay. Um, the holidays in Annapolis are busy. Okay, they're busy for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, busier for you because you've got four kids and. <laughs> And 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 a theater company. Two two productions to put on and everything else here. Everybody's time is busy. If there is one classic theater production that we need to see, that if you need to tell me right now, okay, Sally, I only have time to come out here to see one production. What one's it going to be? I'm not asking for your favorite, but which one should I see that's going to blow my socks off? I would say in general across the board that would blow people's socks off is White Christmas because it has all the elements. It's a musical. And I would say the same thing if you were going to Broadway and you wanted to see one show, you had time for one Broadway show, and you wanted to invest in that one experience, I would suggest that you go see one of the top musicals. musicals. 
because the musicals have everything. They have the comedy, they have the story, they have the, the you know, of course they have the show, but they also have the dancing and the singing and everything. And, and, um, and I think if you're, especially if you're bringing people together or you're, you know, going at, on a date night or you're celebrating with your family, I would say it, it's great to, to see the musical. However, because I can't like only one of my children right, best, right. <laughs> um, as a mom of four, I have to say I have four projects running uh, this, this holiday season. And I would say that our A Christmas Carol also has music also has dancing because I did all the choreography. It's a play, but it's very Dickensian and it's very much in the world of Charles Dickens in 1850. And so we have Fezziwig's Ball. We have Fred's Dance Party. We have all these things that are very, very um, entertaining. And so you can't miss with either one of those productions. And if you love big band sound, 1940s tunes, you got to come you, see you the know, 1940s you know, okay, cabaret. So you're, you're, you're automatically <laughs> filling up my calendar here. So now, now we go from one one day to three. Well, so, you can uh, also look at your calendar and say, you know, when can I possibly make it to the Classic Theater of Maryland? Yeah. Because we pretty much have something running every day, multiple times a day. Yeah. So um, I think, you know, just look at our schedule online, uh, December 4th and 5th. Monday, Tuesday, we have the cabaret, and we also have a great restaurant partnership with Blackwall Hitch. So you can order your dinner in advance, and they'll deliver and they it. bring it up here. They, yeah, and then we have a full bar. We always have a full bar with themed drinks before all of our performances and during intermission. Our drinks can go into the theater. We have these nifty little souvenir cups that say Classic Theater of Maryland, just like the Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. And we have, um, you know, a small one and a large one, so you can get a beer and take it in. You can get a Pink Sally Cosmopolitan and take it Who's in with you. Who's that name director by chance? Pardon? Who's the Pink Sally Cosmopolitan name director? Well, I'll, I have give no you, idea. I'll give you three guesses, and the first two don't count. Um, but the Pink Sally Cosmo is a very popular drink. We also have hot apple cider, with or without the kick. Awesome. So you can get that with a little bourbon on this, you know, in it. Well, one thing that you didn't mention that you have plenty of mm-hmm. is free parking, too. We do have plenty uh, of free parking. This is a really nice location, and people who come out here comment on that as well, because it's really, you pull up in the parking lot, you park your car, you walk in. No muss, no fuss. No. You're ab- absolutely right. Now, this is located directly across the street from Audi on West Street, and it's, I don't know what the exact address is. It's 1804 West Street. 1804. So if you're coming down West Street, I suggest going down Admiral Drive and yes. then grabbing that first driveway Le- in. Yes, left on Admiral. If you're going inbound, take yeah. a left on Admiral, and then it's the... It's and immediate left into the it, parking it, lot. Left into the parking lot, yes. Uh, and if you're coming you know, outbound, you can go past it, and there's a, net, a cut in to do it. But plenty of free parking. Uh, which is a rarity anymore. Yes, it's, it it's really nice. So we have parking, we have the lobby bar, we have drinks for the kids, we have concessions for the kids, and we have, uh, it's really nicely decorated, so you can do photos if I you do, like. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking around and everything else, and, but uh, tickets and everything else are available at classictheatermaryland.org. You know, I've included you on my list of 38 or 39 things to, to buy. I mean, uh, a gift of the arts is a wonderful gift for anybody. And uh, Classic Theater of Maryland would be an awesome gift to find uh, under a, uh, I guess they do Hanukkah bushes and Christmas trees, I guess it is, whichever whichever one you want to do, yeah. I'm not sure. But uh, whatever you're giving gifts, I mean, uh, 
consider giving a gift of the arts because uh, it uh, makes us all smarter, makes us all a little bit better by seeing them. And uh, you don't get a chance to see professional actors in Annapolis that frequently, uh, unless you're coming to the Classic Theater of Maryland. And we're bringing we Broadway to you. There you go. So, without again, without the huge Broadway ticket prices and without right. the, the the taxis to get there, and and every, you don't else. have to spend money on transportation to get there, and the hotel and all of that, and uh, you can, you know, have a nice meal before you come to the theater or when you leave the theater, and uh, and come and celebrate the holidays with us. And after the holidays, of course, we do have Jane Eyre, and Gypsy the Musical, Crazy for You the Musical. You know, looking ahead to Crazy for You and, and Gypsy and Jane Eyre, we just have such a, a variety of shows coming in, but we're very excited yeah. about each one of them. And then we have the Complete Works of Bridge, as you mentioned, and that's at Reynolds Tavern in the Outdoor Courtyard. Right. And we've been there for 11 seasons. That's, that's, so this is, or, uh, that's the, fun. 10 seasons, but this is the 11th, 11th summer. And then we it, go outside to the Gresham for a Midsummer Night's Dream. And I'll tell you, get down to Reynolds Tavern, and that's also a very fun evening as well. Yes. Out, out on the patio there. And, of course, come and see our, um, if you miss the 40s cabaret, or even if you see the 40s cabaret in December, we've got the 1950s in January and the 60s, 70s. We've got a Latin standards cabaret. We've got a, all different sorts of music taking us through the entire season. And then we stop at the 80s because there was nothing good beyond the 80s. <laughs> no good music was written <laughs> after the 1980s. Let's not forget that. Fantastic. ClassicTheaterMaryland.org is where you want to go to get your tickets. You want to come out and catch one of these productions. I probably will be here for, I'm going to guess, three of them because I've been to the cabarets and they're amazing. I've been to the productions and they're amazing. And um, it's, it's a great way to celebrate, to help celebrate the season, no matter what you're celebrating. Uh, at the Classic Theater of Maryland. And, you know, Sally, again, thank you so much for your time. Thank I'm you, gonna John. I'm going to let you get back in there yelling at these guys and getting them all, <laughs> all in shape for their... Uh, That's their, right. We're just doing a little brush-up today. There you go. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.